0: This is The Craft of Governance, a podcast
1: providing insight into the boardroom. Welcome back, everyone. It's Keith Meyer uh, with the Directors Academy Craft of Governance podcast. We're back today with Bob Degnan, a retired partner from Baker McKenzie, who is with us uh, to discuss the various aspects and uh, responsibilities and duties of directors. And today, Bob, we're going to focus on uh, the area of acting in good faith. Why don't you share with us some of your thoughts on that very important uh, aspect of a director and their duties and responsibilities to the company? Yes,
0: I, acting uh, uh, acting in good faith is one of the four main components of the uh, Delaware Court's business judgment rule. We've covered uh, conflicts we've covered are a requirement to be informed, and now we're going to talk about good faith. Uh, there are two aspects of it that uh, I will be addressing. One is the duty of care, negligence, and the other is the duty of loyalty, which is uh, acting gross, in a grossly negligent way uh, or uh, fraudulently or, and, and knowingly. And under Delaware law, the words good faith is really a subset of duty of loyalty, but I use it uh, and most others use it as kind of the bucket that holds both the duty of care and duty of loyalty uh, because we're talking about corporate best practices. We're not talking about uh, barely, you know, meeting the minimum standards required by the law, but best practices. Duty of care, I, I like to talk about a case called Smith versus Van Gorkum. And the directors were in a meeting, and the CEO walked in and announced that he had very, very good news, that he had been successful in negotiating a merger uh, with uh, another company. And that company agreed to pay X dollars for the per-share purchase price, and it was an excellent, excellent price. And the directors all said, Oh my heavens, that's, that's just fantastic. That's really good. The CEO then said, well, I've negotiated all of the terms of the transaction and I have to sign it tomorrow. I I hope you're all aboard. I hope you're all, all support this. And all the directors said, Oh, absolutely. This is, this is a, a great price for our shareholders. We're happy to, we're happy to support this. And it, and the, uh, merger was approved. The purchase of the shares took place. The sellers were, for the most part, very pleased, and then they learned of a lawsuit being filed by a party alleging that the directors had not acted in good faith, had not, had breached their duty of care. And it circles around not what was said, but what wasn't said. The directors, even though They thought, and I think they were correct, and matter of fact, the court said this was a very good price. They thought this was a very good price and there wasn't anything else that they needed to do, and that was reaching their uh, duty of care. It was negligent. Uh, There are any number of things that they should have brought up. For example, can the buyer perform? Uh, what, What do we know about the buyer's ability to complete the deal? Pretty standard question. I don't think it would have been a big issue. They obviously were able to purchase, bring about the purchase for the merger. But it's a question at least that you would ask and, and hopefully get a positive response. You'd ask, well, what about, how does this compare with the industry we're in? Is this favorable? Is this above the industry? Is it below it? And, again, it may have been a very favorable comparison to the industry, but the question uh, wasn't, wasn't asked. Another question uh, that you could, I think, would uh, would have been appropriate was uh, we are, uh, where are we on our own business plan? And at the end of this five-year plan, where do we think our stock price will be? Do we think it will be close to what's been offered here? Or do we think that maybe it would be above it? That wasn't, uh, That wasn't asked. Uh, the other thing is, they didn't talk about, and this is quite important the details of the negotiations. Did the buyer approach them? Uh, how did you come up with the price? What were some of the stumbling points? Uh, what are the representations uh, that were obtained from the parties? In this particular case, uh, the CEO of the company had suggested the purchase price to the buyer, and the buyer said, Fine. So what we don't know is whether the buyer was prepared to pay even more than the buyer did. And that's a question that should have been asked, and it's uh, it's more than likely that all of these questions would have been satisfactorily answered because it was a, a successful merger. But the questions weren't asked. The directors didn't meet their uh, duty of care. Basic uh, diligence in making inquiry to the deal because the board was not involved in any of these negotiations and so didn't have the information with respect to these fairly routine uh, standard questions uh, that ought to be asked. Now since this is a, a negligent conduct, the d coverage provided by the company will cover uh, this breach by the directors, and that's about the only good news that we have uh, out of this. Moving to duty of loyalty, while that's the term that's used, we're really talking about fraudulent conduct, gross negligence, acting in, acting in really bad faith, uh, fraudulent, uh, as I say. There's a case that is pretty helpful to understand what we're getting at. And it was a Abbott Labs, a derivative, derivative shareholder litigation. And in this particular case, the uh, uh, the company had breached its uh, duty of loyalty because it failed to make sure that filings required by the FDA regarding the safety of products had repeatedly been denied. And the board knew this and didn't take steps to manage this particular risk. It was simply routine filings that weren't done and the company was constantly reported on. And this turned out to be uh, a quite, a quite severe. So they know, they knew they had, the company had a duty to make these filings and ultimately that responsibility rises up to the board. No person was put in charge of ensuring that this was to be done uh, the, there was no protocols uh, around ensuring it was done truthfully and on time. There was no risk committee or uh, uh, audit committee involvement in this. And the court found that the directors were, uh, had acted uh, uh, knowingly and fraudulently by failing to discharge their uh, duties. And in this particular instance, the DNO coverage is not available because they will cover negligence, but they will not cover, the insurance companies will not cover gross negligence or acting fraudulently, uh, violating your conflicts of interest and the like. So you, there, is, there is also no insurance that's available to the company to cover the costs associated uh, with this, so that's the; those are the two aspects: duty of care, negligence, duty of loyalty, fraudulent, gross negligence, fraudulent activity, uh, knowingly, uh, uh, knowing of a duty and failing to uh, perform it. It's hard to believe that that could happen, uh, but it does, and it's good to understand the consequences for that. And hopefully on every board, there are sufficiently learned board members, along with outside advisors, who would tell them what it is they are supposed to do in order to meet the standards of the law. Uh, This happens to be something that's very, very important in the duties of of directors. It's it's a little bit more complicated, uh, more aspects about it than what I've covered here. But I wanted to cover the very basics, the negligence, and the the outright uh, fraudulent conduct in in that you had a known responsibility and you simply didn't do it. And I think those are two classic examples of what we're talking about. And it's important that we cover them as we discuss the business judgment uh, rule.
1: Well, I want to thank you, uh, Bob, for your insights and perspectives on uh, director duties and responsibilities. And I want to also thank you for Uh, continuing to be uh, a very supportive and engaged uh, board member of the Academy and also on our faculty of our Next Gen Directors program. Thank you very much, Bob.
0: Well, thank you, Keith. It's uh, always an honor and a pleasure for me to be able to participate.
1: I want to thank everyone for listening and uh, invite you all to come back in four weeks for our next uh, installment of the Craft of Governance podcast series. Thank you very much.